Lecture topic. Appreciating the auspicious days of Hajj. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nadheen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'arudhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Walfajri walayalin ashr. صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما عمل ابن آدم من عمل يوم النحر أحب إلى الله من إهراق الدم أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Respected students of Deen, mothers and sisters The ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on the dawn and walayalin ashr and Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on the ten nights Allah Ta'ala does not take a qasam to convince anybody of the truthfulness of something Allah Ta'ala is not in need to convince anybody about his truthfulness وَمَنْ أَصْدَقُ مِنَ اللَّهِ قِيلًا Who can be more truthful than Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala is not in need of anybody to be convinced of His word. His word is 1,001,000,000% completely haq and true. There is no shadow of doubt in it. So when Allah Ta'ala says something, it's unlike where we as makhluk take a qasam because somebody has a doubt in what we are saying. If somebody has a doubt, na'uzubillah, in the Qur'an Sharif, then that doubt is due to their own ignorance, their own uh, misunderstanding, or whatever it might be. But there is no doubt in the Qur'an Sharif. Zadikal kitab la'ray bafi hudallil muttaqeen. Allah Ta'ala says that book, which there is no doubt in it. If there's a doubt, it's in somebody's mind, not in the Qur'an Sharif. So that is their problem that they need to resolve and fix. The Qur'an Sharif is perfect. The Qur'an Sharif is the word of Allah Ta'ala. So, the same applies here, that Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on many things in the Qur'an Sharif, not because somebody may be in doubt, so they need to be convinced. That is their problem that they are there's some dirt in the heart or whatever is in the heart that is becoming a barrier Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on things to highlight its importance so now if Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam to highlight its importance we can imagine what will be its importance the importance won't be something of a low level it will be a very high level importance sometimes it's of the importance of some matter sometimes about how beneficial something might be Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on it various other reasons of this nature as well so here Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam on 10 nights which are these 10 nights so many mufassirin are of the view that these are the 10 nights of Zul Hijjah the first 10 nights of Zul Hijjah which we are currently now passing so now what we understand from this is that there is a very very significant and important time that has dawned upon us now imagine the situation 
that somebody, some elder in the family, or parents, grandparents, whoever, they are calling all the children and they are dishing out something. What they are dishing out? Something really valuable also. Something maybe they are giving each person a Kruger hand maybe. They are giving each one some very valuable gift. So now all their children, grandchildren, they are calling everyone, one dozen of them now. So now somebody sits aside and they are busy with their phone for example. Now can we imagine the reaction that would be from that parent, from that grandparent? One is not necessarily the value alone, but the fact that this is now being given as a gift. So now even if it was something of apparently low value, something that might be what we might call and refer to as something cheap, but the gift is coming from the hand of that parent, from the hand of that grandparent. So any child who has some understanding of the position and the maqam and the status of parents, grandparents, elders, they will accept this very, very happily, wholeheartedly. There was one very great Buzrug who passed away now. So he used to come to South Africa from time to time. Hazrat Haji Farooq Sahib Rahmatullah so once I witnessed this myself, and besides him, others as well, there were these kind of uh, situations that we witnessed. So once he was at somebody's place, and he then started, he took out a bag of coins from his pocket, a packet of coins, and he was giving all the children, it was probably two rands, Allah Alam whether it was 5 rands I don't think it was 5 rands it was probably 2 rands so now they were, because he was invited to a certain place so a lot of people were there and they, the children of the household and extended family so now he was giving everybody this 1-1 one, one coin so that 1-1 one, one coin he was giving to the children many of the adults also joined the queue now what is the what they are going to receive the 2 rand coin now many of the adults who joined the queue, in fact almost all that I can recall now, joined the queue. Uh, many of them were probably millionaires. They were millionaires. Now we're going back a long time ago, maybe some 15 years ago or so. So now the millionaire at that time was a, nowadays multiplied maybe five times. Or much more than that to Allah knows this, how, how much they were worth. But they stood in the queue for the Turan coin. Why? What made them come and stand in the queue with the children? And for Turans. Their own children may be asking them for spending, they may be giving them 20 rands. They come here standing in the queue for Turans. They understood some significance of taking this gift. Why? This is a very pious person, the person who is an Allahwala. And this Turan, the barakat that might be in this Turan, will be more in my 20 million rand. So now they very eagerly stood in the line to receive that gift. And as the children finished off, I can even recall the scene, that the first adult that now stood in the queue, so Hazrat looked up and he smiled at him, he said, no, this was for the children, so that person said, I'm also a child, I'm also your child. In a light note he said, 
So they gave him also one of the rest of the queue was behind him. So they all took the two two rands. I have noticed my Ustad Hazrat Mahabdam many times he takes out a little small little material bag from his pocket and then he's got it filled with badam, almonds. And he gives one almond each to every child that's there now who comes to greet him, one almond, one badam, one almond. So now many of the elders, adults also join the queue for what? For one almond. Now that's not worth two ran also. Maybe it's expensive, I don't know what's the value now, if you divide it among one kilo of almonds, how many come in there, Allah knows. I don't think it's worth two rands. So one almond, but why? The two rand coin, these millionaires were standing in the queue for what? So they understood some value to this. Value greater than all the value of their material possessions. So they took it very eagerly. Now this is, mashallah, the gift, the hadiah of a pious person. But after all, he's also makhluk. He's also the creation of Allah Ta'ala. He's also totally dependent on Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is khaliq. Allah Ta'ala is the provider. So now because somebody became attached to Allah Ta'ala, so his small gift of Turan was so greatly appreciated. So that gift is a material gift. Allah Ta'ala grants everything. Everything, all the material possessions also is Allah Ta'ala's bounty. Even if it comes via some other hand, some person's hand, our parents giving it to us, some relative gave it to us, some friend gave it to us, whoever gave it, but it is the provision from Allah Ta'ala. So every material bounty is also Allah Ta'ala's gift and bounty, but far greater than all the material bounties of this world is the bounty and the ni'mat of deen. Now Allah Ta'ala showers His special bounties on special occasions. Now it's Eid, and that parent now called all the children, grandchildren, now dishing out some Eid gift. There's no compulsion. This should never be regarded as something compulsory. And if somebody didn't give us some Eid, so now we're feeling that this person did something wrong, or anybody's feeling obliged to do it, that is not in order. But out of muhabbat, out of happiness, somebody's giving something. There's not a problem with that much. So in any case, now that parent, grandparent now, ask everybody to come, there's your Eid now. So the one grandchild is sitting aside, <coughs> busy on the phone, say, don't worry about it, I don't want it. Now what will be the outcome of this? How happy that parent would be? Obviously happy is in big inverted commas, or that grandparent. I, out of muhabbat, forget giving two rands, giving kruger rands. And this is the appreciation, this is the manner in which this is now taken and forget taken, not taken, this indifference, now we can all understand how this will unfold. There will be a lot of issues that parent or grandparent will be very upset and many things will happen. Now, that is also makhluk nevertheless, but we have been commanded to respect them, to honor them. As a result, to now ignore their gift becomes a disrespect. To ignore the hadiyah becomes a major disrespect. And that will have consequences. Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy 
in these special occasions showers special gifts. So now what is the special gift? One is the gift of that the rewards in these Mubarak days, now those first 10 days of Zul Hijjah, these are such Mubarak days that compared to the month of Ramadan, the last 10 nights of Ramadan, this is on that level. Some of the view, some scholars of the view that this might be even greater. Others of the view know it's next in line. Because the rewards that have been mentioned are so great that this became an academic discussion. What is greater? And some say, no, there's a detail to it. The 10 days of Zul Hijjah are greater in reward and the 10 nights of the last 10 nights of Ramadan are greater in reward, in virtue and significance. So the point is that how great it is, that's evident from this very discussion. That now, what is greater, that became the the debate and the discussion these first 10 days of Zul Hijjah or the last 10 days and 10 nights of Ramadan. Now this is a special and a very special bounty from Allah Ta'ala. The ibadat, the extra ibadat that is performed in this time is nafil. It's nafil, so there's no uh, compulsion on anybody, but like there's no compulsion to receive that Kruger and even the Turan. But anybody who has little bit of sense, common sense, then they'll even take those few cents that might be gifted by somebody pious. Now here is Allah Ta'ala's priceless bounties. The rewards Allah Ta'ala multiplies tremendously. Every fast of these first nine days is multiplied to the reward of one year's fasting. Now, if somebody cannot keep all the fasts, it's not farz, it's not wajib, but we should not entirely deprive ourselves. We should try. Somebody is not well, whatever else, no problem. If somebody didn't fast, we should not look down upon them, because it's not farz or wajib. But for ourselves, we should try. Make some intention. During madrasa days, it might be a little bit of a challenge, but the holidays are now around the corner. There's a weekend, the weekends are free for us, so at least minimum one, two more, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq at least the ninth of Zul Hijjah we try it is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that the ninth of Zul Hijjah, one is this reward already one, one day's fast multiplied to the reward of one year one year person kept keeping fast every day, subhanallah and then added to that the ninth of Zul Hijjah, the day of Arafah the reward of it is that the minor sins of the past and the forthcoming year are forgiven. So now this is such a great blessing. And then apart from that, the reward of the night, the ibadat of the night, is equivalent to the reward of Laylatul Qadr. Now this is such a tremendous thing. Now we cannot maybe spend the whole night in ibadat, but some time in the evenings till out of one part of the Quran Sharif maybe some tasbihat, some zikr, time for dua Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, Fajr is very late now the time of Fajr sets in late so tahajjud is still late we wake up in the last part of the night so it's still a full night's sleep at least a few rakats, two rakats, four rakats some dua 
some tasbihat, zikr. So this too will bring us the reward equivalent to the ibadat of Laylatul Qadr. Now this is that bounty and special gift from the side of Allah Ta'ala. And every amal, Nabi Islam says, every amal performed in these 10 days are more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than the amal performed in any other time of the year. Now this is the very very important hadith sharif to, to consider very carefully and think about very carefully. The Nabi Islam says that no other actions performed in any other time of the year is ahab, more beloved to Allah Ta'ala than these, the amal of these 10 days. Now, ahab, more beloved. A person does something which is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala, what will he become? He will become beloved to Allah Ta'ala. So now that person will become beloved to Allah Ta'ala because they are doing that which Allah Ta'ala loves. If a person truly uh, understands the maqam and the position of parents and others, so now they know that the parent likes this particular thing. So they go out of the way to do that which the parent likes. So provide that which the parents like. Why? Because they want to earn that love of the parent. So when a person does what Allah loves, so they'll become beloved to Allah Ta'ala. Now this is a very, very great amal, a very great virtue of amal. In the hadith, Nabi Sallallahu was asked then by the Sahaba Ikram, Walal jihadu fi sabilillah. No amal in other times is equal to this. Not even jihad. Because they knew the, the reward of jihad was right at the top. So now, does the reward of the amal, meaning amal one subhanallah, one alhamdulillah, one nafil salah, one some ayat of the Quran Sharif, a person around and recited, whatever amal, whatever righteous deed, some sadaqah, all this has a greater reward than everything, even jihad. At other times, Nabi Islam said, yes, even jihad. One exception nevertheless. The one exception is, the person who left from his home with all his property and belongings, whatever he owned, he liquidated everything and he's got all his wealth with him now. And he leaves in the path of Allah Ta'ala and then he spends every cent and then spends his life, he laid down his life for Allah Ta'ala. He didn't return alive and neither was any wealth left over to be sent back home. Everything was spent in the path of Allah Ta'ala and his life was spent in the path of Allah Ta'ala also. He became shaheed for Allah Ta'ala. That person's reward will be greater. Now can we imagine how great every amal is in this time? That what is described? Not even just the person went and spent some time in the in jihad and came back. He even gave his life, he became a martyr. All his possessions were also spent in Allah Ta'ala's path. He is then greater. So, the point again is, we need to understand the value of this time, appreciate it. We may not be of that caliber that we can spend every moment in some ibadat actively, but yes, we can spend much more time. And especially the time that is wasted and wild away in futile things, that if we just cut that out of the equation, then this too would be sufficient to do a lot of ibadat. Many people, mashallah, took the step to remove social media from their lives 
They said now they can decide several paras every day. They can make all the zikr and mamulat and everything they can complete without any difficulty. And previously he said, just not happening. Just not working out. Why not working out? Why not happening? Because this engagement with the phone became the preoccupation. That became the most important thing in a person's life. And valuable time and minutes and hours and days are just wild away on this. Whereas the time is our capital. That is our wealth. Our time is really our wealth. Can you imagine a person has a bag of gold coins, Kruger Rand's whole bag full, maybe like a 20 kilo bag or whatever, and now he's standing somewhere and taking handfuls and throwing it into the sea, throwing it into some well, throwing it wherever, just throwing it, just, somebody sees this, what they will say about him, they say this person, something is wrong with him, he's not sane, how can, just throwing all this wealth away, so every moment is more valuable than that gold coin, because there one moment the person can say one subhanallah from the depth of his heart with ikhlas, it will fill the scales of good deeds on the day of Qiyamah. So now, that's how valuable one moment is. Now we are weak, we are unable to spend every moment in an active ibadat, but we can cut out all these futile things and spare that time to be engaged in some tilawat, zikr, dua, some talim, reading some good Islamic book and things that will inspire us towards Allah Ta'ala. Spend our time in a constructive manner for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala engaging in khidmat of some our parents, elders, whoever. All that is part of ibadat as well. So now this will bring us tremendous benefits. So now if that parent, grandparent calls somebody to give them a gift and they show, show indifference, it will be very offensive. It will be very, very disrespectful. Here Allah Ta'ala has opened out the doors of the special gift. We should not show indifference to this. We should not show disregard for it. Not show disrespect to this. We should start applying ourselves. Make some simple program of amal for ourselves. That in this time we are going to engage in these amal. We're going to, doesn't have to be too strenuous. Simple program, but keep to it. Slot in some time for every evening, some time for tilawat, at least to recite istighfar hundred times. And the special zikr of this time, of these ten days, which has been mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. In the third kalima, all these four are combined. So a person just keeps reciting the third kalima as often as possible. And so much of time sometimes goes where we doing nothing at all. And we may not be in a position at that time to be doing some, for example, to be performing salah. For example, now we traveling from home to madrasa, madrasa back home. In that time, we won't be performing salah in the vehicle. But we can be reciting the special tasbih of these 10 days. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Now in that time, maybe it might be 5 minutes 10 minutes, sometimes a little bit more, 20 minutes, by the time we get to Madrasa, half an hour, some people might be traveling. In that time, even if we spend half the time only, in reciting this tasbihat, how much we will gain? And this is most beloved to Allah Ta'ala. This is among the ahabbul kalami ilallah. 
سبحان اللہ والحمد للہ ولا الہ الا اللہ واللہ اکبر it is احب الکلام الاللہ the most beloved of all speech to Allah Ta'ala and then in this time when every amal is more beloved to Allah Ta'ala so now we try to spend some time keep a tasbih in our hands that will serve as a reminder don't worry about what people might say don't do it for people don't do it for people to see maybe kept a little concealed also is fine but keep it as our reminder and inshallah we will see how much difference it will make keep a tasbih counter and keep reciting subhanallah walhamdulillah wa la ilaha illallah wallahu akbar and alternate it sometimes with durood sharif etc but the point is to keep ourselves occupied correctly and inshallah the tremendous benefit we will get so this is the very important lesson that we need to now take today is the first of zulhijjah we have this opportunity now some days are in front of us still allah knows best how much of life we have but the whatever we can do we try we don't let this pass us we don't let this just be wild away and lost so this is one aspect that we need to now focus on inshallah we should now after this program is over some time will be given for us to sit down and write a small little timetable very simple program program of some amal in the night allah give us tawfiq for something in the early morning as well even if it's short but allah taala give us tawfiq that we slot in both things and more important than all the amal nawafil tasbihat zikr tilawat more important than all this is staying away from sin that is the biggest thing one is that grandparent parent called us to deceive our idi so we didn't take it but on top of that we throwing stones at the parent can you imagine such a thing allah taala is totally independent allah taala nobody can harm allah taala in any way allah taala is not harmed by anybody sinning but that is for our understanding that it is worse than that on the one side allah taala special bounties are being opened out for us and instead of taking those special bounties allah forbid allah taala save us that we get involved in sin looking at filth and evil chatting haram getting into other evils making ghibat lying and talking obscene things whatever other sins there might be listening to things that are haram then this is worse than a person throwing stones at their parents that got no comparison so while it is very important that we take the opportunity to maximize the amal but the issue is more important than that is that we stay away from sin stay away from the disobedience of allah taala make sincere toba these are days to make sincere toba and turn to allah taala in sincere repentance and make every effort to stay away from every haram that is the most important aspect so inshallah if we conduct ourselves in this way as mentioned just now that we will now draw up a little program small little program and show it to our mualimas as well and inshallah we should in fact compete with one another in these things not in a manner of trying to boast in front of people but in a healthy way spiritually healthy way that we also want to get closer to allah taala and this competition will help us and others to get closer to allah taala purely on that level so wasabiqun asabiqun or as in one ayat allah taala says wa fi zalika falyatanafasil mutanafisun that these are the things people want to compete in they should compete in this not in dunya competing in dunya is futile so in any case this is what's going to bring us tremendous barakat and blessings allah tbaraka wa taala accept us 
Allah Ta'ala make us among those who engage ourselves correctly in these Mubarak days, those who gain the acceptance of Allah Ta'ala's side, Allah Ta'ala bless one and all. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Allah Ta'ala grant us a tawfiq of passing this message on to our families as well, encouraging others, making amal ourselves also, and encouraging others as well. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا إنك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف المعاد اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله